Allegations of Chinese government activity related to our elections is once again in the spotlight. Recently uncovered intelligence information suggests a sophisticated plan to interfere in the 2021 federal election targeting conservative candidates to the benefit of the liberals. I'm Dave Breckenridge and this is 10-3. National Post political reporter Catherine Levesque joins me to discuss the nature of the allegations, what the response has been from the Prime Minister and his opponents, and whether MPs will be investigating this further. Don't forget you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music. I'd love it if you could leave us a rating, a review, and tell your friends about the show. So, Catherine, we've heard repeatedly in recent months about allegations of Chinese interference in Canada's elections. And this kind of came to the fore again within the last week or two. What was it that sparked this latest round of discussions or concerns? I would say it really started about a week and a half ago with the uh, bombshell report from the Globe and Mail. Now, um, essentially, this this was, you know, citing excerpts of uh, top secret and secret reports from CSIS, uh, which had been leaked to them, kind of detailing what this Chinese interference looked like in the past election. Now, we found out, you know, for instance, that, uh, you know, they, they're People were getting paid, let's say, to support a liberal candidate. They were getting money, uh, getting reimbursed, basically, uh, you know, for for becoming members or for for kind of you know interfering basically in these elections. Uh, we also, you know, saw that kind of saw a confirmation basically that there was massive campaigns of disinformation, of misinformation towards uh, certain candidates, conservative candidates in particular, uh, just because, you know, they had a harder stance uh, on Beijing and everything China related. So really there was kind of the confirmation, again, nothing new. We know there was Chinese interference um, in, in past elections, at least attempts of Chinese interference, but we kind of got the confirmation, well, that Beijing really wanted to have a minority liberal government and to defeat conservative MPs and conservative candidates. So that's essentially what happened. Um, and really, it, you know, it, so that's what is really sparking a new round of concerns. And that is what is leading to, I'm sure, everything we're going to be talking about today, which is, you know, calls for now a public inquiry, uh, you know, calls to extend a parliamentary committee looking into this and, and its mandate, but also, you know, trying to find out exactly Exactly. Who are these MPs and and these candidates who were affected by all this? I know uh, there's at least one name that came up uh, for, from a global news report, um, which you know I'm, I'm sure we'll dive into. Uh, so yeah, th- this is you know this is definitely not a good look for the Liberal government right now. And essentially, what we've seen until now is the Prime Minister. Um, and essentially shrugging these allegations and, and kind of not wanting to dive into this because, and, and you know, calling everyone who were kind of questioning uh, the results of the elections or kind of talking about Chinese interference to be, um, you know, playing into their their game, basically. Uh, so it's, you know, again, not a good look for, for the liberal government right now. And uh, it's, it's really kind of plunged them into a crisis. Yeah, and we'll get to some of that in a in a second. But I am curious because, as mentioned, this isn't necessarily new. Like the idea that there was interference. I know last year there was there were stories about um, Chinese interference looking to help candidates in the GTA. 
How do these latest revelations differ from what's previously been in the public sphere? Is it candidates in other parts of the country? Is it both the 2019 and the 2021 election? Or is it just new information kind of fleshing out these past allegations? I I guess it's a bit of everything, right? Because I I think, you know, uh, allegations related to the 2019 election, they were mostly focused on, uh, you know, we were talking about 11 unnamed candidates in the GTA, uh, nine liberals and, and two conservatives, allegedly. Uh, now, you know, we're, we're also kind of looking at what has happened in British Columbia, for instance. So, you know, in the greater Vancouver area, has there has there been interference there? That's, you know, at least what uh, at least what one of the can- the defeated MPs had said so. Right. Uh, Kenny Chu for the conservatives. I mean, he says he was massively targeted uh, by, uh, you know, a Chinese media by disinformation, basically just because he supported uh, a registry for foreign agents. So again, not exactly new, but I guess what we saw in the Glow Report and, you know, kind of what is kind of coming back to the surface now is the fact that, uh, you know, we have a bit more details, for instance, diplomats, Chinese diplomats kind of uh, boasting about how they managed to defeat some of these conservatives. Um, but what, what we're seeing also is, is kind of, you know, all, all these things resurfacing. And, and really what I would say, what is most concerning in my view and what is kind of new is the intelligence community ready to leak this information because, you know, let, let's not mistake ourselves that this information is coming, I think, from, from CSIS. And, you know, these, we're talking about confidential documents kind of being leaked out to the media. So, uh, I, I think at least, and I, I'm not the only one to think this, but, uh, uh, you know, intelligence people in CSIS are maybe thinking that the Trudeau government are not ta- is not taking this issue seriously, is not really acting on it. And so they're ready to put this information out there and kind of force the government to take a serious look at it and, and you know, to be maybe proactive for future elections because we never know when the next federal election will be. One of the things that I've been kind of wondering about this is is the idea that China would want to see the liberals stay in power. You know, you mentioned that perhaps it's because the conservative party was taking a harder line with China. But, you know, at the end of the day, I would assume both parties, were they in government, would expect that we would have some kind of relationship with the Chinese government, whether that's, you know, importing goods, exporting our energy products. What would it matter at the end of the day if the liberals or the conservatives are in power? Uh, that that's a very good question, actually. And you know what I would say is I think we've seen you know certainly different attitudes towards uh, Beijing. Uh, certainly, the conservatives have taken a harder stance uh, against the Chinese regime. You know, we're not talking about cutting ties here with, with China. You know, when it comes to the conservatives, I mean, we're really just talking about you know going in that relationship with eyes wide open, not being naive to the fact that they are indeed trying to interfere in our elections. And and we, you know, we kind of have to take, um, you know, some, some action against that. Uh, you know, I know, for instance, the conservatives have been long calling for, let's say, diplomats to be expelled uh, from, uh, fr- from the country, you know, whenever they're kind of out there boasting, <laughs> as it, it's been alleged, uh, about interfering in our elections. So, you know, they really want a harder stance. Now, the liberals, you know, 
let, let's be honest. I mean, they, they've been taking a harder stance against uh, China in general. I, I know that's something that Beijing doesn't really appreciate. Uh, but they're also fully aware that, yes, we absolutely do still need to have this relationship because we do have a lot of very, uh, very strong economic ties with China. Um just like with any country, we still do need to have this, you know, diplomatic relationship, although this diplomatic relationship has been strained, um, especially since the uh, the arrest of uh, Meng Wenzhou uh, many years ago now. But uh, yeah, I, I think really in, in the case of Beijing, they, they kind of looked at both parties. They said, well, which one is the lesser of two evils here? And they kind of, you know, opted for this compromise, which is, well, you know, they would like to see a liberal minority government and, you know, but also have a lot of conservative MPs so that, you know, there's all this partisanship and, you know, both parties are kind of like in crosshairs. And yeah, so so they really wanted this, um, you know, maybe more difficult dynamic for for the liberals, but they still wanted the liberals in power just because, uh, you know, they're, they're a little bit more favorable to the regime and they would take uh, less of a harder stance with them. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned earlier that the prime minister has kind of shrugged off these reports. I, I mean, what is Justin Trudeau's ultimate take on this? Is it is it that oh, it's not that big a deal, or, oh, governments try and interfere all the time in various ways uh, in our elections, so we don't necessarily need to worry about China, or does he say, like, this isn't really happening? Like, what is the prime minister's line on all this? So basically what the prime minister is saying is that, you know, this is not a new phenomenon, and, you know, under the liberals, but also under the conservatives, I mean, there have been attempts of foreign interference, you know, whether it be from China, but whether it be from Russia, from many other countries. So again, this is not new. And what he's been repeating is that Canadians alone determine the outcome of the federal elections. So uh, basically, you know, kind of, yes, shrugging it off a little but saying, well, look, ultimately, they tried to interfere in our elections, but it didn't work. uh, Because ultimately, the Canadians, you know, determined what kind of government they were going to have. Now, um, what I think is kind of interesting is that he keeps on insisting on the outcome of the election, which he says remained unchanged. Uh, but there, there is, remains this reality. And I think that's kind of the, the core of the issue here is that in specific writings, Beijing was was targeting specific writings, you know, uh, detained by conservatives. So, Really, I think that's kind of, you know, the core of the issue here. Like he's trying to portray this as, well, anyone who's questioning the outcome of the election, you know, has uh, obviously, you know, is is playing in in China's hands. Well, that's not really what we're talking about. We're just talking about the fact that there have been attempts at disinformation, you know, trying to influence the outcome of some elections uh, in in very specific writings um, for specific conservative candidates. And I, I think that's really kind of the core of the issue here. But yes, I think look, the prime minister has been kind of repeating these lines. Now there's mounting pressure to have um, some sort of inquiry. So I, I'll be really, you know, looking out for, you know, if his stance kind of changes in, in that regard. We'll be right back. You mentioned before that that in the past, the Conservative Party has suggested that candidates have been targeted because they wanted to bring in a, a foreign agent's registry 
this whole discussion has kind of brought that up again. Are the conservatives pushing for this and who would it keep tabs on? And, and I mean, also, what does conservative leader Pierre Poiliev had to say about the allegations and the prime minister's response to them? Uh, so what, what's kind of interesting is that uh, conservative leader Pierre Poiliev was actually asked about, you know, the, the call for a foreign agents registry. And he actually said, well, he was in favor of this. I mean, he, you know, he, he did campaign on, on that platform, um, you know, a year and a half ago, but as leader now, he's also kind of saying, well, look, this whole situation right now is, is proof that we need this registry. And I, I must say, I mean, there have been steps uh, taken by the government to kind of have this registry, but I think the conservatives, you know, under Pierre Poilievre are, are just still continuing this, this line that we, we need this registry so that we can really keep tabs on who is receiving money from different countries and who is attempting to influence our elections. So uh, definitely, I think this is an idea that will not go away under Pierre Poliev. Like certainly he's, I, you know, I, I would almost say, I mean, he, by saying this, maybe he has a target on his back now by, uh, you know, um, for, for possibly Chinese interference next time. That's that's what we'll see. Uh, but so he's pushing for that. I think, you know, he he's striving to have the same as agenda, you know, in that regard as to his, uh, w- with his pre- predecessor, Aaron O'Toole, same position here. That's no worries. And, but yes, I mean, he's also very concerned uh, about um, these allegations, certainly, you know, calling for the prime minister to take this more seriously. Um, but he's, you know, he also went a little bit further, kind of, you know, saying that, well, that's why Justin Trudeau was not really reacting. It's because all this was benefiting his party. Um, so, you know, he went a little bit far there, I would say. Pierre Poliev kind of, you know, is as leader of the party is is kind of, you know, suggesting that Justin Trudeau has not really um, reacted to this situation because ultimately this led to his re-election. Um, I think this is, you know, maybe not not exactly true. I don't think his, his MPs exactly are taking this position either. I think they're a, li- a little bit more careful in what they're saying. Uh, but certainly this is, look, we're in, this is partisanship. This is an attack line. And it's something that is sticking to uh, to Justin Trudeau right now. You know, as as we're discussing all this, uh, MPs, there's a committee of MPs. They've, they've been discussing and looking into past allegations of election interference And these new revelations have kind of forced them to debate whether to expand the scope of its work. And even though they agreed to expand their study to include the 2021 election, there's been friction among some of the members. Where's this conflict coming from? It it seems like you're already looking into these past allegations. There's new information here. Why wouldn't you want to expand the scope of it? And like, why would this committee be at odds with one another? Oh, well, I, I think it was more, you know, they, they're at odds with each other on the fine details, right? Because I think everyone agreed on this committee, even the liberals agreed to expand the scope of it. Uh, you know, previously, they were only focusing on the 2019 election because of allegations from Global News uh, from many months ago, uh, you know, where they, you know, they, they were alleging that uh, China had targeted 11 candidates in the 2019 election. So that that was kind of their study. They've had uh, many witnesses until now. They've had many uh, ministers, for in, for instance, appearing in front of committee to kind of answer questions about now, that. Now the discussion um, last week uh, about you know expanding the scope of it. I mean, there there was no question about it. Everyone agreed to kind of expand the scope uh, to have you know, to kind of look into the 2021 election as well. Um, now, where there was disagreement, 
uh, was on two things. It was on the list of witnesses that would appear. Uh, the Conservatives, for instance, wanted uh, Katie Telford, uh, Justin Trudeau's uh, longtime <laughs> chief of staff, to appear to answer questions. Uh, the, the Liberals, you know, were, were very much against that, and they kind of found a compromise to remove her from the list. Uh, but now the Conservatives are kind of coming back and saying, well, look, with everything going on, we really need to talk to Katie Telford and, you know, figure out what the PMO knew, what, what the prime minister's office knew, and uh, what, why they didn't really react to all these reports beforehand. Now, the other point of disagreement it was also on, uh, you know, looking at classified documents. Now, the conservatives were asking the, the clerk of the committee to ask for all these uh you know, secret and top secret documents that were leaked to the media um, so that they could have a look at it themselves. And I know there was strong opposition from the liberals uh, because they were saying, well, look, we can't just unveil these documents. You know, China and Russia would applaud this. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you know, people who want to interfere in our elections, you know, would very much like to take a look at all this uh, classified information. But yeah, just... Not anyone can kind of look at this. And, and so I, I think it's kind of interesting. They kind of came, they came to a compromise to expand the scope of it. Um, we're going to have more on this next week as they're meeting. But uh, certainly, yeah, there, there are some limits to what they can do at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I know there's been a lot of controversy around this. And you kind of touched on it when you, when you talked about the prime minister's reaction. And, and he started talking about, you know, the Canadians decided on on the kind of government they wanted and we don't want people questioning the results of the election and I know this also came up at the committee one of the liberal members of the committee was also suggesting that people who are questioning the results of the last election are kind of going down the same road as Trumpism in the United States and I just want I'm curious like to be clear is anyone who's really pushing for more investigation into this suggesting that the results of the last election are somehow invalid so the short answer is no um you know, no one is, is suggesting that China was successful and, and you know, completely changing the Canadian landscape. That's not at all what, what people are suggesting. Now, you know, that people are concerned, however, about the fact, and, and you know, I'm talking about experts, but also MPs and different parties are concerned about the fact that, yes, in, in certain writings, there were, you know, concerted efforts to... Um, undermine a certain candidate's credibility to, you know there was a smear campaign against some of them and you know maybe some chinese canadians were targeted by this this misinformation and decided to either stay home and let's say not vote for their conservative candidate or maybe some liberal MPs uh, knowingly or unknowingly had support from beijing uh, now i think you know that is very concerning. Um, I, I, and I think, you know, rightfully so. A lot of people are very concerned by these allegations. Um, but no, it's it's not to say that, oh, you know, Beijing determined how Canadians were going to vote. You know, we're very far from that, but there were some, some concerted efforts. And let's not be, you know, naive to the fact that this is happening and it's happening in a number of campaigns. And, you know, maybe candidates should be a, a little bit more careful as to who they're associated with, but also who is helping out in their campaign. As you mentioned, we we still don't know, I think, the bulk of the MPs who who potentially benefited from the support of Chinese officials. And I'm curious, may we get to that point? And also, I'm wondering for, for their part, what are the Chinese consulate or the Chinese embassy in Canada saying about all of these allegations? 
Well, so uh, look, I mean, you know, I, I guess the the name of the potential candidates or MPs is going to trickle down. I mean, already we've heard that uh, possibly uh, Han Dong, uh, the the MP for Don Valley West, uh, sorry, Don Valley North uh, in 2019. I mean, he was potentially one of them. But the only thing that makes me kind of doubt that allegation is the fact that he was actually the target in 2019 when he was elected in, in Ottawa um, of misleading newsletters aimed at the Chinese-speaking community, you know, claiming that the liberals would support legalization of hard drugs um, and, you know, a, a levy tax on on homes. So he, he was actually targeted in 2019. So, you know, I, I kind of have questions as to why his name would, would kind of float out there. But look, the, the, the fact of the matter is that, you know, the, the Chinese embassy, Chinese diplomats will refute all these allegations. They'll say that they have nothing to do with this. But, you know, what they say publicly and what happens behind closed doors are two very different stories. And, you know, certainly I think that uh, there, there has been a lot of intelligence gathering uh, as to, you know, foreign interference. Let's not forget that, you know, some some people, even in the Chinese-speaking community, have been risking their lives to kind of help CSIS, help all their intelligence community to gather information uh, about this. So th- this is re- a very real thing. There are attempts. And uh, yeah, I mean, wh- whatever the Chinese embassy says or, you know, Chinese diplomats says, of course, they're going to refute anything that is said about them. Uh, but I think our intelligence communities have, have the experience and have the knowledge to, to know uh, what is true, what is not true. So I'm curious, how far is Canada prepared to go over this? Are we at the point where we'd consider expelling Chinese diplomats over this, or or is that too premature at this point and, and there need to be more investigation or inquiry to really look into some of these suggestions or, or revelations that have been made? Uh, in terms of expelling diplomats, I, I don't think the Liberal government is is going to go there just because we've uh, refused to do it over the Russian ambassador, for instance, you know, where we're, we're talking about the Russian invasion in Ukraine. Um, you know, so we're certainly not going to, to go that route, I think, you know, for, for now uh, with the liberals, even though there have been calls to expel certain Chinese diplomats, for instance, who have been bragging about interfering in our elections. So not sure that is going to be what the liberals will do. You know, if, if we turn out have to have a conservative government you know, in a year or two years time, maybe that attitude would be different. Um, So no, I, you know, for for now, I don't think there's going to be much action taken. I I think on the other hand, you know, I'll be curious to see whether or not the prime minister changes his position on the, you know, a possible public inquiry or national inquiry to look into this, you know, to kind of, um, you know, give Canadians a bit more confidence in the fact that, you know, Beijing tried to interfere in our elections, but were not successful in doing so. And I thought it was quite quite interesting to see that, you know, his former very close advisor, Gerald Butts, was actually, you know, in favor of having such an inquiry uh, after uh, blasting the, the the Globe and Mail for, you know, talking about Chinese interference. So I, um, look, I, I think the next few steps are going to be uh, determined very soon. Already, we're seeing a bit of action. For instance, there's this uh, th- this panel of top public servants, you know, who are who have allegedly released their report into the 2021 election. You know, nearly a year and a half after it happened. But uh, uh, so you know, we're hearing reports of um, the prime minister's office being 
in possession of that report. So, you know, maybe they'll want to leak certain parts of this or, you know, kind of make certain parts public just to kind of prove that, you know, in their view, there was no interference or, or no successful interference. Uh, again, that that committee we were just talking about, they're going to go ahead with talking to witnesses. They're going to try to uh, make, shed some light on this. But we also have a national security and, and intelligence um, committee, uh, which is actually authorized in Parliament to see top secret documents. So maybe they will have a role, an extra role to play into this to kind of, you know, really, uh, obviously, we can't see those documents. They can, uh, but they also cannot talk about it. So really, it's it's kind of a pickle for, for the liberals right now. They, they need to find different ways to prove that there was no successful interference, that, you know, Canadians can really trust that there was no successful uh, Chinese interference in their elections. But at the same time, you know, without revealing um, intelligence secrets that they're not supposed to reveal. So, but certainly we won't go to the extent of expelling diplomats, I think that's out of the question. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, I, I know it's an issue that Canadians are, are paying close attention to right now, and I'll be very curious to see what happens next. Catherine, thanks for your time. Thank you so much. 10-3 is produced by Tyler Dawson. Theme music by Bryce Hall. Thanks to my guest, Catherine Levesque. More from her at nationalpost.com. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.